All right, everybody, welcome to the Infinite Mouth. I am your host, Anthony, and today we have got another, another amazing show for everybody and all that's involved. Um, just a couple quick updates. So, the Independent Entertainment Network will be online pretty soon. We may be replacing the independentmouth.com uh, with the independententertainmentnetwork.com, and we'll give everybody updates on that when, when different things roll out. So the reason why we're doing that is so that we can feature uh, tons of different shows. We are in negotiations with um, a bunch of uh, different podcasters that are out there, variations from crypto to children's books to news to sports to regular talk shows. So there is tons of content that we are currently working on right now. Um, and we'll give everybody and completely you know, update everybody as we go through uh, the entire way. So to start off the show, we have a, a, a bunch of really big news. Now, we want to really get into the Pandora Papers uh, that was put out there by Paul Lewis and Edward Snowden. The Pandora Papers is the biggest ever leak of off- offshore data exposure, financial secrets of the rich and powerful. Okay, um, So let me just go through this. Bear with me. <clears throat> it's pretty lengthy, but it's something that you should definitely go look. And you can go look at theguardian.com. You can look up uh, the Pandora Papers. It's something that you should absolutely take a look at if you're interested in that kind of thing. And I'm going to read a few things right now. So Paul Lewis, uh, obviously, that uh, he's worked on this. So you can look up Paul Lewis on Twitter, uh, at Paul Lewis. And if you want to read any more into the work that he has done regarding this, and it was produced on The Guardian. So The offshore secrets of more than 35 current and former presidents revealed in a massive leak. This is one of the most exhausting, complex, and potentially explosive investigations uh, that Paul Lewis has ever worked on. Okay? We hear the people in Jordan are blocked from reading the at ICIJ's story about their king's secret uh, property empire. They can read all about it here which is theguardian.com. This isn't a story any single government can censor. It is the largest journalistic collaboration in history, more than 600 journalists and over 100 companies, uh, 100 countries, sorry. Here's everything you need to know about the Pandora Papers. Data was leaked to the ICIJ, which shared access with The Guardian, BBC, Washington Post, and others. Phenomenal teamwork that lasted on and off over 18 months. This is not just a hit piece put in there. One place the Pandora Papers could have immediately consequences is the Czech Republic, where the Prime Minister seeking re-election this week has some questions to answer. This is just start the start of the Pandora coverage. Watch this space for some major revelations likely to make interesting reading at Conservative Party conferences. Hugely proud of the Guardian's contribution contribution to this project. Too many people to mention, not least the subs, designers, lawyers, picture researchers, audio producers, videographers, data graphics, illustrators, and editors who are so essential for the project. Right? He goes on to name a bunch of people. Then Edward Snowden actually weighed in on the Pandora Papers. The humorous side of this very serious story is that even after a two-year apocalyptic offshore finance law firm leaks, those industries are still compiling vast databases of ruin and still secure them with a post-it note marked, Do Not Leak. <laughs> there was literally a post-it on there that said, Do Not Leak. All right, so that's one. Now, 
we're going to get into some more news. Let's get into some world news real quick and kind of give an update of what's happening out there. Members of the Swiss Guard resign over mandatory vaccinations imposed by the Vatican. These people don't move. They don't make a sound. You could quite possibly spit in their face and nothing would happen. Right? Now, they're resigning over having to get a mandatory vaccine shot. Whew, that's something different. Here's something else. The French Catholic Church has had up to 3,200 pedophiles who sexually abuse children in its ranks over the past 70 years. The head of an independent inquiry has said days before an upcoming report. So not only do we have this happen in the U.S., we also had this happen in other places. What's so important about that? <clears throat> the importance that we're finding with this is very simple. Things get swept under the rug when they're very powerful. Obviously, the bigger that you get, the easier it becomes to hide a lot of these things due to influence. We know the influence that the Catholic, the Catholic Church has had over many facets of life. Many people believe in the religion itself. They believe in the ideology. There's obviously spawns, right, off of the Catholic Church, off of Christianity. There's different spawns of different things that take place, and everyone kind of holds up their flag as like, you know, I'm better, I'm better, I'm better. It's not necessarily the case. <clears throat> Everything has problems, right? The bigger, bigger things get, usually the more problems they have. The more and more that people are diverted from actually doing the right thing sometimes. Not in all cases, but sometimes. So we're going to look more into that. I don't want to go too, too deep into that piece of it yet because we're going to look into that more and more as it comes over the, the upcoming weeks as more information comes out. Something that's pretty uh, interesting. If you are active um, on, on Twitter, maybe you've had tons of followers. Maybe you're one of those people who are losing followers. Maybe they're just cleaning out bots. Who knows? But it looks like at Verified, which is the, the place that you contact to verify your account on Twitter to get one of the blue check marks. The team is working on Sunday as well. This is a quote according to uh, Disclose.tv. Our latest request was immediately denied. Even though we had included links in our application to coverage of the news on Twitter by The Guardian, The Independent, Newsweek, New York Post, and others. So they were still denied. They have tons of followers. I think like 900,000 or something followers. They should be verified. If all you need is like 10,000 followers and a business... Most of them will get verified or unless you're in the buddy buddy club and you have nothing and you get verified anyway and then your account grows like wildfire. Right. So if you're not in the group, you're not getting verified. This place has more than enough credentials to get verified, yet they're breaking news on tons of fronts and producing information for people to go look for themselves and they can't get verified. Interesting. Evergrande stock, stocks are halted in Hong Kong. The damage in that real estate market has been immense. You don't hear many people talking about it. Every so often you hear a little snippet come out. That doesn't necessarily change things. But also, too, just think about this. In the UK, gas prices have surged by 40% on the day, on, on to this day, to a new all-time high as Europe's energy crisis deepens. Now, remember, a couple of years ago, we were energy independent. We are no longer energy independent. And it looks like through following this world order, following this commonality across countries and states and everything else, that they're running into the same problem. Their hearts might have been in a good place, 
They may have wanted to do things the right way, thinking that it would work, and obviously it's not working. Right? Not working. Not if inflation is taking place, more debt is being incurred. That is not fixing things. That is you going to the trust fund, taking out more money without actually fixing the issues of why you needed to go back to the trust fund. Dubai ruler hacked ex-wife Princess Haya's phone using NSO Pegasus spyware, a high court judge finds. So who else's hands was the Pegasus software in? How much did it cost? Who had access to it? It wasn't just Pegasus software to hack specific websites or entities. This is now in the hands of somebody who, who rules. Influence. That's another thing we'll be seeing that will be coming up. China-Taiwan tensions could spark World War III, says Australian Strategic Policy Institute senior analyst. We've heard World War III thrown around over so many different things. I don't think we're going to get there in the same facet of what people think. I think what the, the whole World War concept, I think, is clickbait, right? I think that that's part of it. I'm not saying that there aren't dire needs, but it's not going to happen the same way that people think. And in all reality, if someone pushes one of the big buttons, we're not here to talk about it. Right, Because as soon as one person pushes one, the other person is going to push the other. And now we're just dealing with craters in you know, the world. Okay, you know, The United States will be one big crater. Russia, China will be one big crater. Essentially, whoever's technology is faulty um, will lose. Whoever's technology actually goes through will win. Right? So the, the more and more we start looking at this, the more and more we figure out Uh, What's actually taking place? Austrian Chancellor Kurtz under investigation over corruption uh, claims. More and more info is coming out on this, actually. There there are a lot of things that are taking place. So this one will actually talk a little bit more um, when we find out more. But essentially, this individual is in some trouble. And one thing I've always said that, that we've said with all of the news and information that we've ever brought up always is and always will be, always is, always will be something that we have to look into, always, the corruption claims, because discovery, it's always discovery. They don't want you to discover things. So when you hear somebody bow out and isn't fighting it, it's because they're afraid of discovery. Look at Project Veritas. How many times have they been sued? How many times have they sued? They never shy away from the discovery aspect of what is there. So that is just a clear-cut example I can give you for a place that if you have nothing to hide, you don't actually hide. That's a very, very big piece. And we'll touch more on that, what took place. But let's really get into what took place with Facebook Instagram and WhatsApp. And some people may say, "Ah, I don't really care. I mean, that's good. If you don't, it means that you're, you're actually moving forward, you know, in life, not solely dependent on social media. Facebook stock fell five and a half, uh, 5.75%. Zuckerberg lost around $7 billion in a very short period of time. That is something that we know 
um, has absolutely taken place. Why does it drop so much? Because it's all done on daily usage every day. They count every single day. You're going to sign in. That is what the investor signed up for. Daily usage. It has the same equivalency if there's, what, 350 million people in the world, just so to speak. Say 180 million of them drive. Just an example, right? Even 150. Well, if 50 million people stopped driving and didn't purchase gas, it would crumble, right? If 100 million people said, screw you, for even two days, even one, but let's say two days, they would drop the prices so quickly to give you gas, it would be unreal. But just like a sales position, if you've ever been there, it's always, they're always raising the bar. Get your numbers up, get your numbers up, get your numbers up. So that's what they do with gas, right? You can afford this. Oh, it's not too bad. Um, we haven't completely crippled economy. Give us a little bit more. Give us a little bit more. Give us a little bit more. And then they'll dedicate your funds where they think. Um, but let's get back to the, the data breach here. Data of over 1.5 billion Facebook users is being sold on a popular hacking related forum. Data contains users' names, emails, phone numbers, locations, gender, and user ID. Then Facebook comes out and says, it's not, it wasn't a hacking device. Well, then how did the information end up on a hacking website? That's question number one. We've seen the, we've seen the individual come out with Facebook, right? Okay. Facebook whistleblower, Francis Hogan, uh, Testifying in the Senate, hearing the social network is aware of its harm to young people, but did nothing to address it. Okay. Because of this, first of all, because of this, 70 million people went and joined Telegram. The influx of that alone. Okay. So the influx of that alone. Their badges were not working at Facebook. So employees couldn't get in the doors. The same with Instagram, the same with WhatsApp. That's not just strictly an internet issue. So when you hear Facebook coming out, because first, let, let, me, let me step back one second. First of all, let's ask this question. When have you ever seen a whistleblower end up in Congress that quickly after an interview? When? Never. So do I think that the information's fake? No, I don't think the information is fake. But I think it was staged, in essence, to allow the government to regulate these things. Now, whether is that good or bad, I can't really say yet because I don't know for sure. But why would I say that it's staged? I would say that it's staged because of a couple key points. One, how does the information from people end up on a hacking website, yet it wasn't hacked and was solely an internal issue? So does that mean that somebody internally did something which exposed them? which caused this friction and pain point, most likely. Why weren't people allowed into the building? Probably because they wanted to flush out and see who exactly it was. Pretty simple, common logic. Twitter faced issues, Google faced issues, other places faced issues. Why? Because when you're all running through essentially the same data centers, and now you, for lack of a better description, clog the drain, that's what happens. And most people don't actually understand how that works. But the truth is that once you start clogging it and say a server goes down, it defaults to another one. Imagine water going down a drain. Too much water, the water doesn't go down the drain very much. It backs up, doesn't it? That's exactly what happened at the data centers. 
Twitter restricted an account of Zabula Mahajid, the Taliban's deputy minister of information and culture, and the group's spokesperson. Well, I guess finally. Because they haven't had a bunch of nice things to say. So through all of this, they came out, right? And Twitter's like, hey, well, you know, there's nothing bad, yet there are Twitter glitches taking place right now. Funny, YouTube had the same issue. Right? All these people have the same issue. It's funny how they pay all of this money and they're still getting hacked. Company that routes hundreds of billions of text messages every year for hundreds of carriers, including Verizon, T-Mobile, and AT&T, revealed to the government regulators that a hacker gained unauthorized access to his database for five years. How about that? Are any of these connected? I mean, you make that assumption on your own. But are any of these connected? We'll we'll dig into it more as it comes as as it as it develops here. <clears throat> U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland mobilizes the FBI FBI to address a disturbing spike of threats by parents against school boards and teachers. Now, I have not seen specific videos of parents attacking schools, nor have I seen them running there shooting out windows, throwing Molotov cocktails. I haven't seen any of that. None of it. Most of them stand there, wait for the microphone to open, wait for their time to start, and then usher themselves off when the time is up. Do they raise their voices? Sure. That's their kids in school. There's no reason to not do that. That's your child. And when people are trying to make decisions upon your child, you have every right as a parent to stand up and say something. So what are you going to do? Take, a right, take away the rights of the parents to actually control what happens with their kids? Because you say you know better? Have we not had enough examples of watching what has taken place in classrooms around the world where we may have concerns? Yeah, I think we have. So it's an uneducated cop-out. To just say, oh, man, these people are ruthless. No, they're fighting for their children. They want them to have the best education possible. And we can all come to terms on what that best education actually is. But they don't want to do that. It's my way or no. That doesn't work anymore. People are becoming privy to it. People are savvy to it. And people are standing up and fighting for what they believe in. The Capitol Police shutting down roads as they investigate a suspicious vehicle outside the U.S. Supreme Court. That man has actually been arrested. It was a controlled explosion that took place once again. Funny. Just just so happens. As you have a whistleblower for Facebook testifying in Congress. Kristen Cinema being followed into the bathroom. Now let me make a very, very quick point about this. I'm not going to harp on this story too long. You had heard, if you had seen those videos, you need to go check them out. But Kristen Cinema is a Democratic senator for Arizona. Um... She was being followed into the bathroom because she refuses to approve the $3.5 trillion bill. And you heard in the videos of uh, this girl saying, I'm an immigrant. My grandfather's dead. Couldn't even go to his funeral. Couldn't get back there because there's no clear path to citizenship. So if I go back, I can't come back in. You probably shouldn't have been here in the first place. Right? And she said, um, you got elected because we banged on doors. We got you elected and we can get you unelected just as quickly. Well, that's a good threat, huh? And who's it coming from? Biden had nothing to say about it. Oh, it happens to everybody. 
It happens to everybody who talks out of the side of their mouth. Sure. I'm not saying I'm a fan of cinemas. But no one ever, 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 ever should ever be followed into a bathroom. It's disgusting. It's grimy. It's an invasion of privacy. It's an invasion of your personal space. And if you if you champion that behavior, you're an idiot. A top secret cable warned that every CIA base last week about a troubling numbers of foreign informants who have been killed, arrested, or turned into double agents. Intelligence services in Russia, China, Iran, and Pakistan have been hunting down CIA sources, according to the New York Times. Of course they are. Didn't Biden and the government release a whole bunch of information to the Taliban government about who's been working with them or not? Do you think that some of these names weren't in there? Do you think some of these names that were in there didn't spark names to other people maybe that they had been seen with? No? Right? Pretty simple. Pretty simple. It's one of those things where you have to look at, stop, and say, like, this is a self-inflicted wound. And I'd love for the wounds to not be self-inflicted, but unfortunately it seems very common this last year. Let's get on to something else that's a little creepy. Creepy Hunter Biden was snapped uh, at an L.A. gallery apparent rubbing shoulders with potential buyers for up to $500,000 worth of artworks, despite the White House insisting that he wouldn't know who his clients were. Once again, another lie. You hear one thing on Tuesday, another thing on Thursday. There have been concerns that the extraordinary $75,000 to $500,000 price range for a debut artist could be exploited as proxy political donations. Hmm. L.A. Mayor and National Co-Chair of Dad, of Dad Joe's National 2020 Campaign, Eric Garcetti and Moby, were among the guests at the exclusive event, although it is unclear if any paintings were bought, according to the Daily Mail. That's nuts. And L.A. just enforced mandates all over the place. Everything indoors. You now need to wear a mask. But I asked the question, what if that was one of Trump's kids doing that? They would have been prosecuted all over the place. Some news that we brought up a long time ago was that how these news sources were losing majority of their audiences. CNN had lost 40% of its audience. I called that six months ago. CNN had a dismal September failing to reach 1 million viewers on any of its programs out of 23 of the 30 days in the month, equating to a staggering 77% of the time according to Nielsen data. 40% of its business. Any one of us had lost 40% of our business based on that, we would no longer have a business. Last September, in the final weeks of the 2020 election, CNN averaged 950,000 total day viewers. This September, the network averaged just 557,000 viewers, a 41% drop. Primetime viewership was literally cut in half during the same time period from 1.5 million to to 770,000. I brought that up a long time ago as well. I said that six months ago, right? Now we're seeing numbers starting to come out. More and more data is being revealed. More and more people are learning how to provide this data. And here we are. Interesting piece right here. Bill Gates. 
TED Talk, 2010. Bill Gates said healthcare and vaccines could reduce unsustainable population growth in a 2010 TED Talk fact checker say. At a 2010 TED Talk about reducing carbon emissions, Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates said that one of the factors contributing to high levels of carbon emissions is population growth and that better healthcare could help uh, lower unsustainable population growth, according to Reuters, the Associated Press, and factcheck.org. 2010 to 2020. Ten years later, a plan executed. Right? I've been saying this. When we can put together all the flu numbers and have that conversation, when we can put together the Social Security rolls, right? We can put together the Medicaid. We can put together uh, EDD or, or unemployment uh, funds, right, that are getting pushed in. The money that are going to hospitals specifically for COVID and how that chain of money has actually changed over the course of time, then we can start having real discussions. Your body, your choice, you're allowed to make your decision based on on your health. If you're looking at <clears throat> even the NBA, there was a story about uh, Andrew Wiggins. He was forced to take the vaccination, otherwise he lost $15 million. Kyrie Irving still looks like he's refusing to take the vaccine. That's really interesting. And he's willing to fight over it. But let's kind of talk about this real quick, okay? OSHA will not enforce uh, its recording requirements to require employees to record worker side effects from the VAX because they do not wish to have any appearance of discouraging workers from receiving the VAX. COVID outbreaks and deaths still must be recorded, not just VAX deaths. Should OSHA not be recording investigating VAX side effects to ensure safe work environment? Isn't a stated purpose of OSHA to ensure safe and healthful working conditions for workers? And why would they not want employees to report deaths caused by or required Vax. That comes from Legally Blonde on Twitter. Hmm. Hmm. Pitbull, the Aldeans, Nicki Minaj, and more standing up for freedom. The pendulum swinging. <laughs> That's from Tommy Lauren. And why would they say that? Because these are the people that the second that they said, hey, I really don't want to take the vaccine. I'm good on it. Then they were starting to get canceled immediately. Immediately. That's pretty crazy, isn't it? Former U.S. presidential candidate Andrew Yang says he's no longer among the Democrats. I changed my voting registration from Democrat to Independent today. He sees the writing on the wall. Actually, a very, very smart man. Very, 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 very smart individual. Let's get into some other talks. Pending on PCR tests soared in China, specifically in the Wuhan area, months before the first reported case. We told you it was here before that. All the reports have said that it's here before that. And we've said that on this show. So let's give ourselves a round of applause. We've been correct. Sweden halts vaccinations against COVID-19 with Moderna's spike vax for those born 1991 or later, citing side effects including heart muscle inflammation, according to public health authorities. Wow. Thrombrosis and thrombocytopenia syndrome is a rare and potentially deadly clotting event that has been linked with the Johnson & Johnson vaccines. TTS is rare, occurring at a rate of about 7 per million vaccinated women between 18 and 49 years old, according to CNN. That's concerning. 
And for somebody who's had bacterial infections on the heart, somebody who's had that kind of issue, it's the last thing that you want to deal with. And it's also a silent killer, which won't always necessarily provide those results that that was initially the case. And most people won't necessarily even look at that first because it can stay masked and it can stay hidden for quite a while. Canada to put federal workers to refuse COVID-19 vaccination on unpaid leave. The U.S. Health, UC Health, I'm sorry, my apologies, UC Health denies kidney transplant transplant to unvaccinated women in stage 5 renal failure. That's crazy. They refuse to give her any care. So she's going to die because she wasn't vaccinated. <sighs> We're going to get into the Project Veritas videos. But first, I want to read to you from the Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi portfolio tracker. This is hysterical. It's an account actually created on Twitter. Piatti Restaurant Company, which owns and operates Mill Valley's high-end Italian restaurant, received a 2 to $5 million PPP loan for 459 employees. Nancy Pelosi, is the, Nancy Pelosi is the owner of this restaurant. Oh, yeah, we're digging into facts, folks. Hang tight. This one's a doozy. Okay? Hang tight. This one is a doozy. Hold on. Oh, by the way. Before I go into any more of that, just so you know, uh, Jen Psaki's PR firm is representing the whistleblower. Okay? Just so you know. Just so we're clear. Okay? Just so we're clear. She is representing, her firm is representing the Facebook whistleblower. All right, we're going to jump back here. Nancy Pelosi portfolio tracker. Just I wanted to interlude that and just let you know, right? So Jensaki's firm is representing the whistleblower, right? What did I tell you? When was the last time you saw uh, somebody get into Congress as a whistleblower that quickly and also have a 60-minute uh, a interview? Nobody. doesn't happen that way. But let's move on. At least $13.7 million of COVID in COVID-19 relief funds have gone directly to companies in which members of Congress or their families are owners or employees. Check out this thread. According to the SBA data, Small Business Association data, EDI Associates, and the Piatti Restaurant Company combined to receive at least $2.4 million, Paul Pelosi's investments are worth a minimum of $1.3 million. Polling and research firm Greenberg, Quinlan, Rosner Research received at least 350000 The firm bears the name of one of its founders, Stanley Greenberg, who is married to the House Labor HHS Appropriations Chairwoman, Rosa DeLauro. Of Connecticut. Deloro's fellow appropriator, Pennsylvania Democrat Matt Cartwright, also has business ties to a company that received PPP loans. Scranton Law Firm, Munley Law PC, received a minimum of $350,000 in funding. Cartwright's wife, Marion Munley, is a partner in the firm with a congressman, was also a partner before his successful House bid in 2012. <clears throat> Man, Rep. 
Marquane Mullen has four firms that receive loans worth at least $800,000 in total. Another Oklahoma Republican rep, Kevin Hearn, and his wife, Tammy, jointly own KTAK Corporation, which operates multiple McDonald's restaurant locations in the Tulsa area. KTAK's PPP loans range from $1 to $2 million. Another firm, another firm owned by Hearn's wife, Custom Seating, which provided, uh, provides and designs furniture for restaurants, received $350,000. Several car dealerships associated with current lawmakers also received PPP loans. For Florida GOP rep Van Buchanan's Ford dealership in Sarasota, Florida, and Nissan dealership in Elizabeth City, North Carolina, received a minimum of $2.4 million. Rep. Roger Williams, JRW Corporation, received a minimum of $1 million. The Texas Republicans' own stake in the dealership exceeds $50 million, according to his financial disclosure. Two House members from California with agricultural business interests also received PPP loans. Both of the wineries Republican Devin Nunez has invested in, Alpha Omega Winery and Phase 2 Sellers, collected a minimum of $1 million each, and Democrat T.J. Cox's almond uh processor company california custom processing received three hundred and fifty thousand, according to a spokesperson georgia gop rep uh rick w allen managed his construction firm for decades before heading to congress the company that bears his name received at least three hundred and fifty thousand dollars a business that is forced to shut down has a legitimate reason to take a PPP loan, but with the amount of related party transactions occurring within the walls of the Washington, D.C., it is time to question everything. The amount of self-dealing here is disgusting. $14 million in relief funds finds members of Congress and family. That's according to RollCall.com. RollCall.com. You're more than welcome to go look at that as much as you can. Adam Baldwin posted on Twitter, On COVID-19 mRNA vaccines and shedding, let's let's return to page 67 through 68 of the Pfizer UEA. The ability of the vaccinated to pass on spike proteins without transmitting the virus is a concern. So stated in their own documentation, what do we have? It still spreads. You're not safe. Now check this out. Francis Collins, director of the United States National Institute for Health, the NIH, is one of the leading public voices during the COVID-19 pandemic, will step down from his role following the number of investigative reports into Collins and his underlings. Fauci is considered an underling. Appointed by President Obama in 29, Collins issued a statement this week saying, I fundamentally believe that no single person should serve in the position too long and that it's time to bring a new scientist to lead the NIH into the future. But it's unlikely Collins... Uh, belief is a revolving door at the NIH that they promptly that he prompted to move. Rather, with pressure mounting on a key public figure such as his minion Anthony Fauci and arm's length brother in arms Peter Daszak, it is worth looking into what the media won't be saying about Collins this week. That's pretty interesting. Absolutely pretty interesting. Now. Another thing that you need to pay attention to is what Google's doing, and let me explain this to you very quickly. According to Forbes, keyword warrants. The U.S. government orders Google to track anyone searching certain names and phone numbers. Federal investigators have begun using keyword warrants, asking Google to provide info on anyone who searched a victim's name 
or address during a particular year. Accidentally unsealed court documents seen by Forbes, by Forbes showed. So accidentally, right? Use the word accidentally and keep it loosely. In 2019, investigators in Wisconsin turned to Google for assistance in a sex trafficking case of a minor. They asked a big tech company to provide information to anyone who searched for the victim's name, spelling of her mom's name, and her address over 16 days across in the year. In mid-2020, Google responded with the data, <clears throat> but the court documents don't show how many people were swept up in this search. Keyword warrants were also utilized in the investigation into a series of bombings in Austin in 2018, which resulted in deaths of two people. Authorities say that the scope of the warrants is limited to avoid implicating innocent people who happen to search for certain terms, but it is not publicly disclosed on how many users' data are sent to the government and what the extent of the warrant requests are. That's pretty interesting. Oh, another fun fact. Another one. Yeah, the AG, Merrick Garland, daughter married to co-founder of company selling critical race theory resource material to school districts. So funny how the FBI goes out to protect information from the parents opposing something that actually isn't an official document. It is a theory. Critical race theory is just that. It is a theory. Hmm. Ontario doctor resigns over forced vaccines, says 80 for 80% of ER patients with mysterious issues had both shots. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? Huh? Why are we hearing more and more people? Why are we hearing more and more people? Right? Ooh. That's pretty crazy. Man, oh man, the amount of people that are going on to um, unemployment and trying to get these loans, everybody needs to be audited in Washington, D.C., period. Every single person needs to be audited in Washington, D.C., and I hope that it happens. Not because it's a conspiracy simply because the transparency should be there. If you have total control over the public and you're controlling what the public does as a whole, then you should be watched. And let's get into exactly why. If you haven't watched the Project Veritas videos, you need to. Scientists from Pfizer exposing and telling you that the vaccine is broken. You don't need it. Your antibodies, the herd immunity is absolutely the way that you should go and nobody should be taking the vaccine. Now you can make your decisions you want. I don't think you need to with natural antibodies, as much as we know about it with the monoclonal cocktails that you can take, if need be, you don't need to go take a vaccine in that sense that could have alter effects for people. You don't need to, you can do what you want, but I, I implore you, to go and watch the Project Veritas videos because they are damning. They are caught on camera. And it's funny, every single time this happens, every one of these professional people delete their LinkedIn profile. Every single one of them. Every one of them. So when you get a chance, do everybody a favor. Make your own decisions. Live your own life. Do what's good for you. Because that is the only way 
that you should be living. That's why it's freedom. That's why it's the United States. That's what we've always believed. And if for some reason you feel that you're not afforded those same liberties, that is why we're all speaking up. Now, we are going to get back to even more shows coming up. There has been tons in the works, uh, just to let everybody know. Once again, I absolutely, truly appreciate and love all the fans. And as much as this podcast continues to grow, uh, I'm forever grateful. And it is always surprising to me whenever I wake up and I take a look at the numbers on that. More and more people are filtering through and more and more people are always coming through and saying, hey, we, we really like this podcast. We love it. We love what you're doing. And that is something for me that I think is extremely huge. And I'm really grateful uh, for it. Um, so I just want to thank everybody for all the love and support. And I want to thank everybody for everything that they've done up until this point. We're going to continue growing this show. And once again, I am your host, Anthony, and you've been listening to the independent mouth. We'll see you come this weekend for the next show.